This is Karen Hunter, and welcome to The Hub. I am so happy to talk to this woman. Actually, I want to talk to everybody this season. I guess I'll call it a season. Mm-hmm. I want to talk to everyone about this topic who comes through the show. Because first of all, I want to know where people sit on this topic. But also, I think why we arrive at what we believe is super important and it informs a lot about who we are as people. Absolutely. So let me welcome to the show, Stephanie Humphrey, Tech Life Steph. Welcome to The Hub. The Hub, The Hub, the podcast. Yes. I'm happy to be here. Thanks good, for having me. Good to have you. All right. So I asked you if you would stick around, which I appreciate. First of all, do you believe in God? Yes. Are you a Christian? Yes. What does that mean? That means that I believe that Jesus Christ died and was raised three days later. Okay. Who told you that? Where'd you get this information? My church. Okay. And the Bible. All right. So was it something you were raised with or did you come to it as an adult? I was I was raised Christian um, Baptist, but I don't know that. Uh, I had been through enough at the time to appreciate what faith really means. And I think as an adult, my faith has become very, very strong. And I think my relationship with God has become personal (laughs) where it wasn't before. I think it was sort of just a thing that sort of hung out there that you did on Sundays and, and, and that was it. But, um, as I've grown and, and developed and gone through some stuff, uh, my, my relationship with God has become very, very personal to me. Was there a moment or, or something that happened that you can point to? Cause you know, when I, when I think about it, the reason why I even want to approach this subject, because I believe a lot of us are in bondage mm-hmm. around the notion of what is God and what is religion. And, mm-hmm. and we have a, a you know large swath of people in the black community who both feel that, um, they've been lied to about God, that God, this, this Christianity is a white man's religion, which mm-hmm. I don't believe. Mm-hmm. But but how we are re- in relationship with it, I think we use it as tools and weapons against people. We use it to to judge people, to denigrate folk. We use it to um, absolve ourselves of mm-hmm. some things and not hold ourselves accountable. And I just want to be raw with it and just put it out there. So was there something that happened that brought you to a place of understanding? I think it was leaving my job in 2007. I was an engineer for a number of years and left to do this and and literally that whole this being your own my own thing you right. know tech life stuff you know and 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 she wasn't even born then but you know that began the journey and and it was a literal stepping out on faith that happened then and and there were just moments over this entire process that I did not have anything else to lean on and leaning on my faith was what got me through those moments what strengthened me what what supports me what what does that look like I mean because I you know I understand exactly what you're saying Mm -hmm. right but you know I think a lot of times it's like this kind of like we do this, um, the Lord will provide, you know, give it over to God. Mm-hmm. You know, we do these these things. We have these sayings, these mantras in our community right. that are not rooted in anything grounded for real. Like, I, I'm not saying that people don't believe what they say when, they, when it comes out of their right. mouth, but it hasn't manifested. Because if, if that right. were the case, it'd be like 50 million black millionaires. Right. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. If everything that we put manifested into something. So how does that show up? 
Uh, I'll give you a good example, a recent example. Um, I had been, uh, you know, this business is freelance life, you know, things get tight budget wise. And I had been really struggling with the idea of um, using some savings for, you know, to kind of get me to where I need to go bill wise and things like that. And just really, you know, kind of embarrassed because I didn't want to have to go back to my financial advisor and say, hey, I need to withdraw some more money and, you know, feeling very fearful because, you know, I was I, I was using some of that to make an, an investment in my business. And, you know, this is this is my safety net. This had been, you know, this is all I have once it's gone. You know, what's going to replace it? And 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 literally to the point where I just broke down in tears and I you know, you could believe what you want to believe. But he said to me in that moment, like, that's why I gave you this money. That's why I helped you, per, you know, save it in the first place, you know. And and he, he also told me maybe you haven't reached that point where you can be comfortable because you haven't trusted me fully enough to use what I've already given you to get you through. And and I heard that so clearly. No, what I, did it sound like Morgan Freeman? No, it did wasn't it, sound- it, it it doesn't the voice doesn't have a, a a sound necessarily, but it it's it's just the 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 realization of those things is in my mind him speaking to me. And and I just bawled for a good 15 minutes and I was like, "You know what, Lord? Okay." And I sent that email to my financial advisor and you know just haven't looked back and 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 you know that that these things are the th- are the way you should be led because of the feeling afterward I think I think we all know when we ain't acting right and 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 the the guilt and the shame and the but we also know when we've been lifted and and when a weight has been lifted and when thing and 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 it just was so like you know and and then you go after that you get two bookings for speaking engagements right the next day and you get you know what I mean like that's mm. that's not coincidence I don't right. believe in coincidence right not you know the universe just doesn't work like that the universe works off of energy and 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 Newton's laws and those things and 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 so science as well I think it well I think I think it I think he gave us that science he wanted us to know a little bit of the universe we still have no idea how it actually works that like the amount of information we actually know about the universe can fit on my my pinky nail you know and but he but he he gives us the information he wants us to know about the universe and and he gave us math to explain how some things work and how some things relate to each other and um so because you're an engineer mm-hmm. i was like i forgot that just in that <laughs> moment but i but i also saw passion and something light up in your eyes when you started talking about the math and the science <laughs> of it all because that's your discipline and and because it's so perfect. Like when you look at ratios and and nature, like the ratio from your wrist to from your from the top of your middle finger to your wrist is is the same as from your wrist to your elbow is the same as from your knee to your like that stuff don't happen by accident. You know, the nature wasn't created so perfectly just because one atom exploded, you know, 50 billion years ago. Like that's that's not even possible. So it's just like when you look at the math and just how how elegantly it explains everything that happens to us in this universe you can't deny that that was given to us from somewhere did you ever have a moment in your life or career where you doubted that there was a god or that never i never i never have i i I tell you because i just you know i've had some some issues in my life in my childhood and just rough life and death type things and 
I just know I wouldn't be here without him. So you say him and he. I, I think that's just conditioning. Right. Okay. It, I, it's just a useful pronoun to. But but there are people that you know when they think about God. There's a a man with a white with white hair and a beard that's in the clouds with cherubs and you know like there's yeah. there are these physical manifestations images, that yeah. we put on this being or but to me like I've kind of evolved to a place where you know I look at God as the sum total of all of us mm-hmm. right like I I see God in all of us and and I think because we don't see God in all of us allows us to treat one another the way we treat one another. That's right. And if we started those of us who believe there is a God to see that God is absolutely in all of us, I think it would shift how we absolutely because it's an energy, you know, energy can neither be transferred nor destroyed. Energy can neither be created nor destroyed. It just gets transferred. And, and, and that's what he gave us. And that's what he is. You know, he there, the Bible says God is in you and you and him like 50,000 times. And there's a reason for that because it's the energy is it's not the, uh, the person, some, you know, Jesus was a man at one point, a physical manifestation of a man, but you know, God is the energy and and the, and the, force that that governs everything that we do i think god is a woman because women have sons and children <laughs> we give birth to things no we do women give birth we're the entity and every being starts as an x chromosome in the womb mm-hmm. and women are xx so it makes sense to me that god the energy of God is feminine. Yeah, we have it. That's why the world is effed up because there's not enough women leadership. That's right. There's not enough women. Can, and I'm not d- doing this feminist thing. I'm just talking about it's the, the math of it all. I mean, the world is effed up because we're not respecting Mother Nature. That's what I'm saying. You know Steph. what I mean? So, so take me back to um, little Steph, little Steph, <laughs> little tech life Steph, little, little tech life Steph. Um, your your family you were raised in Pittsburgh yes you did you go to church every Sunday not every Sunday but was that Sundays part of your... it was a part I was a junior usher had to stand there with my little powder blue shirt and my navy skirt and my stockings and Ooh, stockings. you know yeah I know and with, with the with the hand behind your back and aren't you glad we stopped wearing, wearing <laughs> Listen, stockings and I slips could, couldn't and a slip yes oh, a stocking and a slip so you know I was involved because you know I'm from a very small um, community outside of the city of Pittsburgh called Rankin, Pennsylvania. And never heard of yeah, it. Yeah, it's it's tiny. If you've heard of Kennywood, um in Pittsburgh it's like it's Pittsburgh's um amusement park. It's okay. It's pretty okay. famous because it has okay. a lot of old rides that are historic landmarks and stuff like that. Um we're right near there. And most people that know anything about Pittsburgh, you say Kennywood, I'm like, oh I'm like, yeah, I live right near Kennywood. Um but it, it's a very, very small community. Most of the people there were related to me in some way, directly or indirectly. So so the church was very communal in that way and, and familial in that way. So um it it just made sense that I would go and 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 be brought up there and be baptized there and get my right hand to fellowship there and and everything like that. So it was it was definitely a fixture. It was right across the street from my house, so oh, I could always you know convenient. exactly so I could walk. You and, couldn't complain. You know, I, I, if 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 it was time for the the junior usher board car wash, I could walk across the street and go back home and you know whatever. So it was just it was something that was a um just a fixture and a and a and a source of stability for for myself and for the community. Do you think black people rely too heavily on this 
this thing and you you've read the bible i'm assuming because yes. you you quoted something so i think you read it <laughs> i read it every day do you think why why do you read it every day and what particularly do you read um i use you version the app and i just pick a plan i typically every at the, on january 1st i usually pick one um 365 day devotional and then throughout the year I'll just read different seven day 14 day plans based on whether you know they're like do you want leadership skills from the Bible or whatever I'll just kind of pick stuff so I always have at least two or three plans going at one time um, and then I you know I did commit to reading the Bible in a year through the app as well so we went you know from Genesis to Revelation and um, so yeah but I do think people um use religion in general as a crutch and they they wait on the lord and the lord already told you faith without works is dead so you gotta get to work you know and and i wish more people would understand that that he is he's gonna meet you where you are and so you have to move before he can move in you um because we do we sit around well well i'm just waiting on the lord the lord gonna send me everything i need and he gonna provide and typically everything you need is already there you know what i mean you just want it in a form that absolves you of having to do the work for it right and that's just not how it works right. that's just not how it works any like when I look at us, um, I get incredibly frustrated because it's like, man, um, what we've been through to be here. When I look around at all the successes, you know, you come on the show monthly to talk about tech and I have the guests that I have on. I'm like, my God, we have some amazing people doing some amazing things that people I've never heard of before, mm -hmm. like incredible. And why aren't we further along? I know. You know, I know. and it, it frustrates me because like you said, we have everything, including capital, mm -hmm. but for some reason we get stuck. And so, you know, I decided to do this kind of exploration partially out of this. Um, I read a book by Tom Burrell called Brainwashed. Oh, and um, Tom Burrell yeah, used to be a, well, he used he owned the largest black owned advertising agency and he talked about ways in which you know advertising manipulated people to buy things because that's you know the goal of business that's right is to you know sell something to somebody for somebody to buy something and you know about that even in tech right, right. but why we think the things we think like i was you know processing it primarily is to sell us something mm -hmm. you know and so once you realize that then you you have to take stock of like why do i believe the things that i believe who taught me how to believe that why you know from skin bleaching to what you know i you know hair products mm -hmm. we disproportionately spend money on detergents why because we've been taught that we were dirty right so if you're taught that you're dirty then you got to prove to the world that you're not dirty right so i'm gonna buy all of the detergents and, and bleach hip. things to within an inch of their life yeah and it's crazy. So I need us to not be crazy and I need us to get out of our own way so that we can actually excise all of the goodness that we come to the table with. And when I say we, of course, I'm talking about black people, but I feel like, you know, if we get it, the world will be right. Mm -hmm. I feel that way. I don't I don't know if I'm right about that, but I feel if we get this. Well, we set the trends. And as as we go, I think society goes. And, you know, when you're talking about original man, like. That it kind of is what it is. It kind of has to start with us, you know, even though we've forgotten that and forgotten our role in, in society as as that original man. But, you know, I, I liken it. I was just it's so funny. I was just having a conversation like this with a friend of mine this morning. Um, I liken it to, you know, the Mac. 
go the the movie The Mac. I don't oh. know if you've ever seen that. Yeah, that was taking you way back, back in the day. Yeah. Um, what you know about that? I, Stephanie? I watched all it for right. research purposes okay, only. All right, all right. But you know, but Goldie said you you get their minds, you got everything, and I don't know that we have been able to get from under that yet. I try to be um not blasphemous. So, so so here's the thing, right? So you have people who are so wedded to this thing that if you say anything, they clutch their pearls and they're waiting for the lightning bolt. Mm-hmm. And the lightning bolt's never coming, Mm-mm. right? So I say a lot of irreverent things sometimes just to let you know that your relationship with God has to be yours. That's right. You can't you can't dictate it for Absolutely. anybody else. You can't tell me how I need to believe in God or nope. how my walk is going to be. It don't work that way. And it, whether I use a cuss word or not, which I typically don't but even that to me it's yeah, like us all the time in aramaic what's a cuss <laughs> right. right so like we even get these things twisted oh you're not a christian if you curse if you dr- if it's you like, wear nail polish and oh my god if you ain't like, got a prayer cloth on you then what? watch it yeah too you know what the freak? jesus threw the rules out long time ago jesus said love your father with all your heart your mind and your soul and love your neighbor as yourself that's all he ever said two commandments that's it that cover everything that's it What's so hard, Stephanie? I don't know. Why don't we get that? People get locked into that Old Testament nonsense where you can't wear leather and polyester together because, and because all the rest of that. Do you th- is, is, is it because they're lazy or is it because, because it's easier to, to follow rules? Oh, yeah. Structure for- gives people comfort. I think structure gives people comfort. Um, and then you can, you can lock those rules down and then turn them against the people that don't fit within the, within the parallel, uh, the paradigm. Um, but yeah, Jesus ain't saying none of that. You know what I mean? He, he hanging out with thieves and strippers and, you what know, ain't strippers? All of... <laughs> they, ain't, they ain't have prehistoric strippers. Well, yeah. Uh, Whores and all that like, like, you know what I mean? Mary was on the pole. Oh, right. What was, the, what was the, a biblical he, version he, of a pole back then? Not I know. A, he, that, but he was kicking it with everybody. You know what I mean? And 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 yeah, we the I think we we take comfort in the rules because we don't have to think for ourselves if we just I just whatever whatever the Bible say, you know, even though it was written thousands of years ago so you really can't translate right. it literally right. you know the what I mean there's a different time and, yeah. and the, and the different... bottom feeders were all to keep people safe during a time when they had no refrigeration exactly different oh, I can't time. eat that well yeah because pork in the desert could kill you right <laughs> Did they even have pigs in the desert? I don't know. Yeah, they no, must have because. But it's, it's like you know we gotta we gotta figure out how to get past that and and just move to those two commandments. What's the craziest thing you've seen uh, during your time on this earth as it relates to God? Wow, that's a good question. The craziest thing. Oh, I read that article about. Um, there was some guy, some pastor in Africa that told the women they all had to get naked. And it was something so ridiculous. And they all did it. That was the thing. They were all like, like purifying themselves in the water or Lake Minnetonka or some, something crazy like that. And they, I just remember that it was like this entire female congregation of women that, that was naked for this guy. And he like walked across them or he, something, it was something so wow. ridiculously ridiculous. Like, I just, I don't understand why people do that. Well, I've learned this, um, no matter what religion we're talking about, the vast majority of people. Um, so let's take Islam. Uh, most people don't read Arabic. Right. Mm-hmm. Most people who 
practice the religion don't read the the language in which the the Bible, that Quran is written. Mm-hmm. So they are relying on somebody telling them what the That's what right. the book says. Most people who go to church can't tell you what's in that Bible because they've never cracked it, cracked but it they go to open. church every Sunday and they let the pastor somebody tell them what's in that book mm-hmm. instead of knowing for themselves. That's right. So the illiteracy or the ignorance is rampant and people are constantly using uh, phrases like uh, the the money's the root of all evil, not in the Bible. And nowhere. Nowhere. Nowhere, nowhere in the Bible. At like, all. So you're repeating things that you heard somewhere and you live your life by things that you have not yourself cast your eyes upon mm-hmm. or understood it because I'm sorry, I don't read Aramaic, Aramaic. I do know a little Latin, which is another uh, framework that the Bible was written in, uh, the language that the Bible was written into. But who the hell is King James? And who, <laughs> no, seriously. And why we got the, why we got why to go off his, his version. version. Right. Who, you know, and right. if you study, you know, enough, the, the, the council at Nicaea or whatever, that they came together to determine which books went in and which didn't. And I'm not saying that the Bible isn't ordained or breathed the breath of God. But within that, it's like the literal. But you got to take it with a grain of salt. You have to. And I said that one time. I can remember saying that one time to somebody because they, they were trying to use the Bible as justification for something ridiculous. And I was like, you going off the Bible? Like, and, and oh, everybody, oh, oh I was just right. like, listen, you got to take the Bible with a grain of salt, yo. Like, it's a reference. And yet you and use a guideline, it every day. And but yet- it's a reference and a guideline, and it provides great inspiration. And I just leave it at that. But I'm, you know, I'm curious enough to understand that if something ain't sounding right, then maybe I need to go do a little bit more research. Or maybe I'm just going to reject it outright. You know what I mean? Like this, this does this, this, there's no way these words can apply to this time. You know, some, some of the stuff in there, you know, is just not applicable to this time. So you can, in good conscience and with common sense, sort of just put that to the side. You know what? I'm not, I'm, I'm going to wear leather and play and, and polyester together because I can so um, and some stuff and some other stuff you do take and and internally and like I said at the end of the day it really is just those two commandments everything else is just is kind of ancillary to be perfectly honest I agree with you actually I agree with you and I don't know I think we I I knew I was going to agree with you when I when we first started talking I knew that uh do you so I used to study revelations I was obsessed with it actually (laughs) no really revelations is scary though is it it's just to, to if you read it as is. Yeah, no, I get to um to the house to the uh, house of Leo, Leo City and whatever because you were neither hot nor cold. I will spit you out of my mouth. Oh, yeah, like there's a you lukewarm. <laughs> like there's there's the the seals opening. Oh yeah, and then the plagues and come. And all the eyes on the on oh, the beast and all this. And yeah, and then the, there's a little from head the east and the, the west and the yes, south. yeah, and the Gog and Magog. Uh, yeah, and, yes. And I so I got caught up <laughs> in and I spent like my twenties trying to figure out the Antichrist because I remember like. When I was a kid, people thought it was Reagan because his name was Ronald Reagan, Ronald Wilson Reagan. And that was 666. So we were all trying to find out because that omen was (laughs) out. Somebody shaved the back of his head. Yeah, let's see if he's got the 666. And I think, you know, we get so caught up in, again, in that Mm -hmm. literal thing that each time, each period has an end time. Like, I, I just look at, like, right now, I think we are in the end. Absolutely. In in some end times. Yep. And I'm looking forward to it. Yep. Yep. Because we had our We had our run. And we and we mucked it up. Who's we? Humans. So what's coming next? What are you saying? Technology? Uh, who knows? Who knows? What did the dinosaurs know what was coming next after them? Oh, wait a minute. You likening to that? We had our run. Every, every to everything there is a season. 
Now that's in the Bible. That is. That did now that just and, made and, me so. And we we had a we have a season just like everything else on this planet had a season. See, I see it a little differently. I don't think human beings are going to cease to exist. Not and we may evolve in some way. Have you evolved already? Hmm. Look. All right. That's a good question. That's a good question. Because I think I have. And we and we and well and we may we may actually rely on technology to help us evolve and and last longer. So you're saying the Earth? I think the Earth is going to shake us off because like a tick. Yeah. yeah, She's Mm -hmm. like enough. I'm sick of y'all. Yeah. Exactly. All right. Well. And we'll try to get to Mars or wherever we going think think we going to go, but you know. All right. Um, last question, Steph, because I I uh, I just you know want to put the toe in the water. Okay. Um, if you could, you know, wave a magic wand or pray for something, mm-hmm. um, as it relates to God and religion and how we interact with it, what would that prayer look like? Help people see, you know, because I, I all through the Bible, people had prayed for um. God to soften hearts, you know, everybody had a hardened heart, you know, uh, the, who, who was trying to get David out of the David's son and, and, and all these other people, you know, uh, Saul before he became Paul, you know, and everybody prayed that God would, would, would ease their hardened hearts so that they might see. Mm. And I would, I would love for that to happen for all of us. Do you think that's possible? I don't think so. Because this world, this is this is Satan's world. You know, this is not God's world. This and and there are literal demons walking around on this planet right now. So, um they're not going their hearts aren't going anywhere. So, it's not going to happen for everybody, but for those of us, you know, that can be touched, I I, I would hope I would pray that we were. Well, first of all, thank you for for joining me today. I appreciate um, the discourse, you know, because this we, was a fantastic conversation. No, this is it's it's just the, we're scratching the surface. But you know, I agree with you about the demons, which sounds crazy to somebody listening right the, now. Hey, but there's a part of me, Steph, that I feel like I just had a conversation with somebody that they were in in literally in a room where they could feel, you know, and they felt like they were battling. And I mm-hmm. said, well, this is a battle. There's a reason spir- for that. A spiritual battle. Exactly. We're not fighting human beings. We're no. fighting. We're fighting spirits and i said but i feel so strong that you can bring a thousand legion and i'm we got this like i feel like the the tide can turn right like I, I actually do think that we can combat this and i i i try to maintain that level of hope and optimism i really do that's why i pray every day that's why i'm in this bible every day so i can i can strengthen myself in the word for this battle because it's coming it's here and and those of us that are of faith we have to strengthen ourselves for it you know i think this was one of the ways i just got this this year oh okay so it's that a cross says faith. and it says faith yeah yeah that's very yeah. pretty and i elegant. need i need to carry it with me wherever i go that is that's uh that's powerful. Well, I I thank you, and I I just also want to say, you know, there's strength in us to a more gathered. Amen. I want to continue to be gathered. So thank you for being a part of our family. Amen. Appreciate you being here today talking about this in the hub, Steph. Steph Humphrey, Stephanie Humphrey. You can follow her at <laughs> Tech Life Steph everywhere you can follow her. Thanks for being here. Thank you for having me. All right.